know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you, so let's get started. Hello there, Heart Singers. Welcome back to Season 2 of the Heart Sing Podcast. I'm your host, Addie Beal, and we are right at the beginning of going through the seven spiritual laws as applied to weight loss and all your other big-ass goals. So to recap, last week we went over Law 1 and we put some challenges into action for you. So law one is this law of pure potentiality, that idea that there's a space in each and every moment that you are in a field of infinite possibilities, that there's just infinite choices out there. And ways for us to practice this and become one with it are to practice silence and meditation and communing with nature, and then to practice non-judgment, which I, I found myself drifting the farthest away from that, and that being perhaps the hardest. It was really easy to go sit in nature and commune and be one with it, and of course to do meditation and sit in silence, although when I first started that, that was a practice in itself, let me tell you. And then, you know, but to really step back and see myself judging and wanting to get to a space of neutrality with it versus even having to fix it was really interesting for me. So hopefully you were able to do one or a few of them, or maybe you haven't listened yet, but that law is, you know, there's a reason it's number one, because it's in that space we find the ultimate freedom. And so we had into this week where we're adding law two to this, and I'm doing this with the basis, the foundation from Deepak Chopra's seven spiritual laws of success. So he applies it in this book in particular to affluence, abundance, it's intended for that nature. But again, you can sub anything, they're all the same laws. So I thought this would be really fun to take this book. And as I'm on the spiritual weight loss quest, and I'm dragging your asses with me, <laughs> that it would be fun to really look at these laws and how they do show up on our journeys and on our quest to our highest self. So this one, I have to say, I thought was going to be the easiest and has taxed my mind perhaps the most. And maybe because I am just overthinking it. So let me know what you think. I'm going to leave you with three action, beautiful action items this week. This law is the law of giving. And because the world, the universe is in constant dynamic exchange, just like we experienced being in nature, how we were in dynamic exchange with environment and with our breath, because of this dynamic exchange, it's also could be called the law of giving and receiving. So this idea that we give and take. And of course, I sat here pondering and thinking and, you know, thinking, isn't this what we're really seeking when we're looking to lose weight? We're seeking more self-worth, love, acknowledgement, that truth that we're enough just as we are. It might be in the guise of us seeking this thinner body, this healthier self, which of course we desire, but when we get down into it and we get looking at our limiting beliefs, 
so many of the women I coach and I meet with and myself included, of course, you know, when it gets down to thinking of those moments that have created this emotional memory, this karma in my body, which we'll get to in law three next week, this underlying emotional memory all ties back to this idea of just love, being loved and being worthy just as we are. And so in law one, we touch that space that we know we're whole just as we are. When you catch a glimmer of, oh my gosh, look at how fantastic this universe is. Like, I'm just this little ripple in this magnificent thing. And it's so awesome. And, you know, I'm an infinite being. When you start to understand that, it, it takes all the stress and anxiety out of the everyday activity. But staying in that space is something else. So that's what we're practicing, right? That's what we're practicing here in the Heart Sing Podcast are these easy things that make weight loss easy, that make achieving any of your big ass goals easy. And when you get away from them, when you get into the busy do-do-doing all the things and not living in love, but living in fear, living in scarcity, you constrict yourself and it constricts you getting to your goals it stops you from overcoming those limiting beliefs. So I know, how is this? what does this have to do with giving ad? Don't worry, I'm sure I'll get there, you guys. But believe me, before you leave this podcast today, you will have three practices to head into this week that are going to be fun to implement and observe yourself and see how much of these things you can bring into your life. Because wouldn't you agree, if you had more self-love, more confidence, more self-esteem, that you knew you were worthy just as you are, and you just loved yourself completely just as you are, that your choices for how you care for your body, for how you show up for yourself might be a little easier to take the path of Shreya, if you will, to bring up Pray and Shreya again. And in fact, I'm going to record that as a bonus episode, the Pray and Shreya episode. I've talked about this story a few times and just talked about it with a client that, you know, Preya being that choice that takes you down that road of disease and Shreya being the choice that serves your highest self. You know, she's not quite as sexy at the get-go. She's the lifting weights versus the getting the liposuction, right? <laughs> like the quick, easy pill versus I'm going to go put in the time and the energy to see who I become in the process. So when we can truly believe we're healthy and whole as we are, aren't we at the contentment in being? And I realized as I was reflecting back over my my journey and thinking, okay, where were all the times I gave and gave to myself? How did this apply to my weight loss journey? You know, I really gave myself more love and compassion this time around. And I gave myself compassion to be imperfect, to not worry about dotting every line. It didn't have to be an Olympic swim race when I went to the pool to do my laps. You know, I could just go and be like, all right, all you have to do is 20 laps and you're good. You can go sit in the sauna. You can just take care of yourself. It's great. You don't have to be jumping from the top of mountains and doing all the things all the time. And that I could show up imperfectly and making a plan every day or making choices for me that it was going to take time and it was okay. Not that I was going to let myself off the hook, but that I was going to become this detective and really live in that space of non-judgment that we talked about last week. That is possibly the most important thing 
I think I help people do. Okay, I know I say everything's the most important thing, but if I can help you become the scientist or the detective of your life, job done. Because once you start to do that, my friend, once you look at yourself objectively and you give yourself the love and compassion that you will naturally give to others, that you give to your friends anyway, once you give that to yourself, it makes it all so easy. So practicing giving that to others and allowing it to flow back to you. So allowing yourself to receive it. And that's something I allowed myself to do this time was to receive help I was always, and I still see myself do this with certain things that I'm scared to do, or I want to know it all, or it's like being open to receiving that help and being open to seeking. And this time when I went out on that weight loss quest, I was so at just the, I was like, help me, just help me, you know, like someone show me, help me, I'll do anything. And it was from that space when, when I just surrendered and gave myself over, I allowed myself to receive. And this has been my work for a few years. Like, get out of your own way, Ad. Just receive. Let it be easy, you know, and giving myself that freedom to let it be easy and allow myself to live in love and giving myself the honor of being this most important part of my life and honoring the life in others too but also giving myself that space to hear, to hear my inner child, my inner voice, my inner spirit. And then how I was thinking, how could I give that to others? Like really giving them space to talk and working to be a better listener. I've done a lot of that over the past few years because I get very excited and I, I like to take over conversations and it's something I'm conscious of. And I really do an intentional effort to give of myself more to uh, be in this space and really honor that person too. So it's also coming back to me. So it's this dynamic exchange we want to keep going, not just with other people, you guys, with the environment and with ourselves and with our body. Because when you stop and restrict the flow of blood, the life force stops. When you stop that flow into your life, when you stop the flow of health, when you're not giving yourself and you're not receiving the gift of health, the gift of, you know, self-love, when you're not actively doing these things with others and with yourself, and you're just stuck in this rut of avoiding it or feeling the anxiety and the pain and the anguish in your body, but not knowing how to deal with it or, um, you know, perhaps processing it in an unhealthy way like I was, right? And I so often would just block these things for myself. So, you know, how does this dynamic exchange and flow help with weight loss. You know, I was really putting that. So I told you all the ways I was really giving. And I think giving to myself that freedom to allow it to be easy and love and compassion of myself. But this law, as Deepak shares with us, he shares these three things we can do. So I want to apply them to our journeys, to our highest selves, but also to your health journey to put a little twist on it for you as you practice this week. And of course, jump in the Heart Sing podcast community. I'm doing the challenges in there. And we will practice this week, one day, each of these as a reminder, and I'll send it out in your email. Email. So if you're not on that yet, um, go over to addybeal.com and get on my email list and I'll get those reminders for the challenge out to you so you can practice along with me. You can just open that email in the morning and be like, okay, I'm going to do this one today. 
you know, and at least you're going to have a little more consciousness as you go throughout your day. And we take just a few minutes to practice these things. So the first thing is wherever I go, I will give them a gift. Now, I have to tell you, I lived in Hawaii for 10 years, and many of you know my youngest is still back there. And this is something the Hawaiians do. You go to somebody's house, you take something, and it's usually food. <laughs> it's very often unhealthy food, unless I'm bringing the, the plate, right? But, you know, we'd be like Manapua or, you know, whatever you're going to bring over to Auntie's house, you're going to take something with you. But Deepak talks about, you know, even when you don't have something to give or you're not sure what, a, a flower, a compliment to give love, to circulate joy, love, and abundance. If you want more self-love, if you want more self-compassion, acknowledgement, worthiness, you give that to others 200-fold, and it's going to come back to yourself. When you practice giving love, you can't live in fear when you're giving love, right? When you're truly in that space of gratitude and you're in that vibration of your body. Now, part of me was like, oh, but you know, I'm so much about everybody putting themselves first. And I want you to know that's not at the sacrifice of yourself that you're giving love. You are first to give love to yourself first and to really move yourself to the space where you live in love so you can go and give more and more of it to the world. So think of that. That's going to be practical. Practice number one. Wherever you go, you're going to take a gift. And I like to even do this at the grocery store or that I'm just like, as someone checks me, checks me out, not, not checks me out, like, cause I'm a hot chick, but like the cashier will check me out, right? <laughs> like, and take my money that I'm just sending them love and joy. And when I do this with intention, the whole world will just gravitate to me. And when I just go throughout my day without that thoughtful intention of giving love and circulating it and keeping this dynamic exchange in the universe going, my life isn't as sparkly. So that's practice number one. Practice number two, this is going to be really hard for some of you witches and bitches out there. I know it is. Practice receiving. Yes, take those compliments truly accept them and acknowledge that you're worthy of that compliment. If you see yourself, oh, it's no big deal. And by the way, that's often a sign. Like if you feel like something you did was no big deal, it can be a sign of your zone of genius, but that's another podcast. So, but if you see yourself brushing off compliments because you don't think you deserve them or you're unworthy or it couldn't possibly be true, they're just saying that, stop yourself and just receive it and know if you stop that compliment, compliment, you're stopping the flow. You're stopping the universe flow. You have a responsibility here, sister. I need my I need my receiving to keep coming and my giving. So don't stop the flow, right? Keep it going. You can receive gifts from nature, the sunshine on your face, the flowers, just like we communed with nature last week. Don't forget about Mother Earth when you're out there. Gifts from others, right? The compliments, um, you know, the thoughts of love they send you. What about gifts of health to your body? Gifts of health about healthy food. You're receiving this healthy food into your body that the yogis would call this anamaya kosha. Your body is this covering made of food. Like literally your body is your food. And so to think of it, you being in dynamic exchange and that thing you are feeding yourself with 
is fuel for your body, is something you're exchanging with your body. You're saying, I love you, body, with what you're putting in it. And, you know, think if you go to a spa or you get a massage and you're receiving this beautiful gift of your body being cared for, a good workout, a walk in the park, look at those things. And then number three, so right, so we're going to give people gifts, okay? And it can be emotional gifts, silent gifts of you are amazing. It can be so much gratitude for the people that are helping you throughout the day. And then number two, practice receiving, okay? And then number three, we're going to commit to keeping this love going, okay? It's like that commitment to the eternal flow of love, joy, abundance, compassion, these things are going to bring you into a higher vibration. I had this conversation with one of my clients this week. She's like, you know, everybody's talking about their frequencies. And, you know, she's like that. That's what I want to know, Addie. And I start laughing. I know the spiritual community, we like to be like, you just uh, tune into the frequency and it'll appear, man. It's it's like, just give me the friggin' dial now. And I'm like, you know, so much of that. And from my perspective, you guys, and like I always say, the more I know, the less I know. But here's my take on that frequency and why I'm telling you this now with keeping the love flowing and the dynamic um, exchange is because you're living in the higher vibration and that higher vibration is your frequency. So these chakra centers in our body, right? The, the seven chakras that we know of, but there's like 12, there's more, right? There's multiple. They're all around your body, your meridian points and chakras everywhere. We've got, we're, we are energy. So understand that we're energy. Thoughts are energy and your emotional body is energy. So thinking of you staying in gratitude and love and joy, that's sending a message to the universe that you're abundant, you're whole, you're, you're complete right now, and it brings you more of that. So it's like when we're manifesting money, staying in that, that vibration of I'm so thankful and grateful now and that I'm wealthy now. I'm so grateful and thankful and I'm healthy now. When you stay in those vibrations, you're naturally making those choices to feed and fuel your body. And you guys, we haven't been practicing this for 50 years. So this shit doesn't happen overnight. You practice, but it's easy practice. This isn't stuff like you're going out and like running marathons and having to change the whole world. I'm talking about being loving, being still and coming from this space. And what is it going to hurt to put some of these actions into practice and see the change in your life to become that detective of your life. It can't hurt. It can only help the world be better, be a better place, be a place of love and compassion and joy instead of all the fear, scarcity, negativity that we see out there. So challenge yourself to go for a day and see how much love you can give. And then to practice receiving all week. Like every time you see yourself turn down a compliment, turn down a gift from somebody. No, thanks. I don't need that. Unless someone's trying to push food on you, then you have my permission. (laughs) You can do it with kindness, right? But they're trying to show you love too, right? Like maybe you can find another way to exchange love together other than food. But Um, just ways to look at it. And if you want more health in your world, you know, I would challenge you this, like, when you go somewhere, are you taking healthy food? Or are you cooking that unhealthy food for your family? Are you putting the exact thing that you don't want? Are you putting that out into the world? And how could you maybe look at this to change and make the dynamic flow one you want to experience and one you want to be a part of? 
All right, you guys, I know this is a nice, sweet, short one for this week. And if you saw, I did, um, I did a subscriber ad bonus episodes and I'm working on some of the tech stuff. So I don't know if you'll be able to get in and unlock that little episode I did about the river house, but those are going to be my off the cuff in the moment, additional Slayer stuff. So if you like when I'm waxing my poet tree about ahas I've had throughout the week, my little squirrels, my in the moment self-discovery stuff on the journey, you're going to want to do that and subscribe. And listen, I appreciate just your support for the show. It really means a lot when you do that and you share and review. All of it just means the world to me. So I hope you're enjoying this series and thinking about weight loss in a different way, thinking about yourself in a different way, that you're right where you're supposed to be, and that maybe putting some of these spiritual practices in place and learning to love yourself more and learning to do that right now is where the rest of everything you ever wanted comes from. So how do you practice that? That's what everyone wants to know. How? And I'm giving you the hows, you guys. These are the hows. I know, it's crazy, right? Every time I do it in the world, bada bing, bada boom shows up. I had like three manifestations this week. Oh, so I just nailed the I just nailed the blinds over here. I got so excited. You know, like things are just coming because I'm spending more time doing this stuff because I'm doing it for you guys. And I'm like, this is crazy. And it's like, it's such synchronicities that I'm like, I can't help but to know it's the universe. Like that podcast subscription, like that I wanted a way to have bonus episodes, but it not break the flow of this and to have a way to get our extra content out really for another group I'm doing that I'm going to do a separate podcast for the Abundance Circle so that I have an easy way for you to listen and download to the information each week. And so I literally was, oh, it's just so frustrated with trying to get this information out, went into meditation. I came out, I had an email about this. And I'm like, this would solve everything. Of course it would. And I didn't have to do half the work I thought I was doing. And I was avoiding it and regretting it and all of that stuff. So when you want to ask me the hows, how do I experience these higher vibrations? How do I live in love? How do I experience, how do I do this from a standpoint of something different than I've ever done before? It's these things we're talking about. It's the sitting in stillness, being in nature, like looking like a nut job if you're out there pretending you're a blade of grass, right? Like being with this earth and allowing yourself to expand your mind. This is the stuff. And it's so simple. And yet we're going to make it so hard because you got to undo all those years of Oh, oh, this is not how I was taught it was supposed to be. So just keep questioning and keep asking and keep opening yourself up because you are the detective of your life, my witches and bitches. All right. Until next week with Law 3, enjoy your practices. I'll see you in the HeartSing podcast community so we can practice together. And I will see you then. Have a great week, everybody. Slay her out. Slay her out.